0: The blueberry industry is like no other passionate, resilient, and innovative. This podcast is your source for the latest information on the production, markets, research, and technology related to blueberry production. This is the business of blueberries. Here's your host, President of the U.S. Highbush Blueberry Council, Casey Cronquist.
1: Welcome back to another episode of The Business of Blueberries the only podcast dedicated exclusively to the blueberry industry. And happy Thanksgiving to those of you listening around this time the episode comes out. For a lot of people, Thanksgiving marks the beginning of the holiday season. For those of us in the blueberry industry, many of you know that this time of year is the assessment season for USHBC. So I thought considering it's that time of year and it's a holiday week, we would just bring a short episode to talk about our assessment process here at USHBC, some of the changes that... Some people have probably noticed in the process this past year. And most importantly, introduce you to USHBC's new controller, Adam Winland. Adam, thanks for joining me on the business of blueberries today.
0: Hi, Casey. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here and uh, looking forward to this podcast.
1: Well, it is the holiday season, and certainly as we run into Thanksgiving, I'm super grateful for you jumping onto our team and uh, being a part of what, you know, is a lot of work for our program. Is the assessment collections process, and certainly the work it is to uh, work with all of our growers across the country, and and marketers and importers to uh, uh, amass the resource that creates the benefit that is this program. So. Uh, Great to have you here. And, you know, I just think folks should get to know who you are because this is a new position for our program. Uh, We haven't had a controller on staff in the past. So this is a first. So having you join us on the show, why don't you just give a little bit of background on where you come from and how did you get here? You know,
0: my background just most recently was within the dental arena. And so very different from what we're doing today. But I do have uh, experience before that within the nonprofit world with Easter Seals Bay Area. And then I think another thing was with the wine country and having the vineyard as part of the program where I got to learn a little bit about grants and organic farming techniques and things of that nature that really helped get me here today. So I'm excited to be here, and I've really had a chance to you know, dive in. It's been a little over two months uh, since I joined the organization, so I'm learning all things Blueberry and assessments and have really been able to dive into the program and learn about what's going on with the USHBC.
1: Well, clearly, you, you rose to the top of the pack uh, this summer as we were doing interviews for this position, but your background, and certainly has g- gotten the attention of all the folks who, you know, were part of that panel discussion and uh, the experience you had in agriculture and, and just a, the great job you did in getting through the process. And it was not an easy process by any means. But you know, you, you actually hail from Michigan.
0: Yes, Michigan originally. So, and, you know, I think that was kind of interesting too, being that Michigan is one of the largest uh, blueberry states.
1: Well, now you got a bunch of listeners going, like, okay, well, there's this next piece of where did he go to school?
0: Yeah. So, my background, Eastern Michigan University. uh, I always like that one because it's, um, you know, you got a lot of friends that go to Michigan State, a lot of friends that are U of M, but, you know, here at Eastern Michigan, we are pretty neutral, and I have friends at all of them.
1: Oh, that's so good. I'm so glad that you shared that. And uh, there are those for that are on both sides of that coin, you know, relieved in uh, knowing where you're coming from. So again, it's great to have you on the team and great to have your gift of sorting through all the numbers and the reports and all the things that you've now inherited that help us drive this bus forward every, every year. And it's a lot. And I thought, you know, uh, given the opportunity to have you, you know, get your feet underneath you with our assessment program and kind of get a sense of, of what you've got in front of you, uh, we could spend a little time talking about uh, the assessment process and, and some of the changes I've certainly made in, in the process this year. And and of course, I think some of the other things that we're talking about doing is as you take over control as our controller. So that being said, before we dive in, I do want to... Uh, take a little break here we don't have our regular crop report segment to provide this week but we still do have our marketing boost for you we'll be back with adam in a moment but for now here's another new member of the ushbc nabc team vice president of marketing communications jennifer sparks
2: Thanks, Casey. This week, we enter a season of reflection and gratitude for the blessings in our lives. Good health has always been something to be thankful for, and this year, in the midst of the pandemic, health and wellness has an added focus and priority. Consumers are looking for simple, easy, and delicious ways to get good nutrition, and blueberries fit the bill. They are a good source of vitamin C, dietary fiber, and other key nutrients. Those are great health points to highlight in your social media and advertising, on your website, and in newsletters and customer communications. If you need quick and easy health benefits information, USHBC is here for you. Just visit blueberrycouncil.org health for key messaging, in-depth research, and a downloadable blueberry nutrition infographic. Even better, in 2021, USHBC is launching a new marketing strategy and call to action to motivate consumers. It's called Grab a Boost of Blue. We will offer new logos, promotional advice, and a wealth of materials to help you boost your marketing efforts all year long to promote the health benefits, convenience, deliciousness, and innovative uses of blueberries. But more on that in a future episode. For now, this has been your marketing boost. We are thankful for you and your partnership, as together, we inspire the world to experience the amazing benefits of blueberries. Now, back to you, Casey.
1: Thanks, Jenny. I'm really proud of the team we've assembled here at USHBC. Picking up where we left off, Adam, let's talk about this assessment season that we're now in. We want people to understand that we consider the assessment process is as personable as possible, recognizing that the forms that went out actually pre-populated names of people this time and, you know, really making sure that it's more of a a dear John, dear Sarah letter of understanding that we know who you are and where you are. And and I think that personal approach is, is one I'm committed to. I know you share that same feeling and, and certainly the changes that people are seeing, that sense is coming across that we're we're counting everybody as one and that the assessment process is critical for our overall success as an industry going forward. But it doesn't need to be so bureaucratic and government oriented that it doesn't feel like we don't know who the folks are that are behind the letters we're sending. And so that certainly was part of what we did that has changed in this year's process. And then we did send out that uh, reminder letter because it's not if they come in, it's due, right? Due November 30th.
0: That's right. So they're, they're due November 30th. And, you know, I think the most exciting thing this year for me is I've really feel like I've developed uh, for the organization a great tracking system and you know feedback that I've received from some of the growers too hey why do you keep sending this to me when I when I've already sent it in so we're really making sure that we're tracking them we're checking them off as received and you know that we're marking that they've come in and not following up from that point so it's really something that as we are perfecting this process and looking towards the future, we want to make sure that that is as fine-tuned as possible.
1: Well, and I think too, you know, that the accessibility to you, you know, part of having you join today is just the recognition that this is a personable process, that it's Adam on the other end of the phone that's going to be answering your questions and and really helping you navigate, you know, this process that is a mandate by you know, the USHBC statute and order uh, that was created by the USDA program that is the research and promotion program. And so, you know, just having that person on the other end, which is you now excited. I, I don't know. It, you know, it's a lot of work. I know you use the word excited, but it's a lot of work. We've sent out thousands of letters and and you receive calls and emails and, and it's a lot of work. But but today, just making sure people can appreciate the person behind the the responsibility is, I think, important here. And And I know you get a lot of questions, right? So what I would consider frequently asked questions and, you know, maybe you can share what's a common question you're getting versus what's the most abstract question you might have gotten so far.
0: Yeah, and I think Casey, you touched on one of them here, and I've got a few questions. Is this is this really mandated? Do I have to do this if I'm a blueberry producer? And you know, the quick answer is yes, uh, and that's what I've been explaining to you know all the farmers out there that are calling and asking that type of question. They get the form and they want to make sure you know I, I actually have to do this, and it is part of the mandate. You know, oftentimes they're asking about the program. Well, where does this money that I give you go, and and how how are you spending it at the USHPC? And so. Part of what I want to do as a financial controller here is be as transparent as possible with everyone involved so that they know, here's where the money's going. One of the phone calls I received, for example, was someone asking about, you know, I've seen these programs get really heavy on administrative costs. And I, I said, well, the administrative costs, uh, we're actually keep a certain level of that. We have to keep it under 15%. And it's a part of our program that it's important that we do so. So... Uh, we can't go over a certain percent. And as I get these calls in, I, I really want to make sure that I direct people to, you know, the information that's out there. We have information available on USHBC's website, so they can go to that and they can see more about the programs and what we have available in terms of the budgets, the forms that they have to fill out, and that information. And Oftentimes, I'm telling the growers right away, if you look at our budget, and especially as as we're in the process of getting our 2021 budget approved we are going to see that the majority of it is going towards marketing, uh, promotion, and publicity. And part of that is also export market.
1: A large majority of the budget. I mean, I, I, you know, you do a quick calculation and certainly over half, if you count health research, which you you, you really kind of have to count in our program because the health research actually backs up the promotion work, the health halo and all the promotion work we do. It's a, over 8 million dollars of the resource that comes in that we spend on promotion
0: that's right and i you know and i just come back to thinking about the demand for blueberries right so as we market and produce more publicity out there and bring awareness to blueberries and its health benefits you know this is in turn going to Drive consumption and drive demand uh, within the u s market, so i i 'm really excited for that piece of it, and I really see the u s hBC as a great organization to help all the farmers and the handlers achieve that goal of driving that demand
1: yeah, and I just think you know to kind of connect the dot to our podcast here you know it 's a lot of you know the blueberry business right, and I say it at the end of each of these episodes that. It's innovation, collaboration, family, and hard work, and it's reflective in these assessments that come in. You know, one, the hard work, of course, but two, you know, that there's a kind of this network of family through the handlers, and you see it differently, obviously, than, than a lot of people see it. But the little notes that we get on the assessment forms, the phone calls you get, the, you know, acknowledging the effort of putting forth the program.
0: That's right. And because it's not only about the assessments, right? We have other revenue that comes in that the staff here actually reaches out and we have the USDA who has grant programs. So the government has grant programs that we can apply for and get, right? And I think that's an important thing to talk about because it's really important that everyone out there really knows that, you know, there's more money coming in that we're working and putting those dollars to good use. We're opening up export markets and things of that nature. And, you know, just seeing those accomplishments that the team has achieved by opening up various markets overseas i think that opens up the options right for these farmers to not only sell fruit domestically but also to sell internationally if they choose to do so
1: well and i'm excited about that program right now because you know we've got a few things that we announced in the fall meetings that are going to help drive that pile of blueberries that we have the supply into these different places where we can be successful in other parts of the world with Blueberries grown here in the United States. And you know one of the most recent announcements, and I think we put this in the Behind the Blues just last week, was the fact that our MAP funding, which is this program you're talking about, the USDA, FAS, Foreign Ag Service Market Access Program dollars that are matching dollars, right? I mean, we wouldn't be able to do it if we didn't have USHBC dollars to match against these program dollars. But that ability for us to go and really do a good job in these other parts for opening markets uh just increased forty four percent. So we went from something like I'm wanna quoting here, you're the accountant, but two hundred and nine thousand roughly to two hundred and ninety nine thousand going into twenty twenty one, which is a notable jump because a lot of uh, other groups didn't quite get the same allocation jump that we got. And, and and to your point, you know, Alicia's program and the export committee with chairman Dave Arena did a fantastic job, you know, continuing to make the case why blueberries are not just deserving, but have the opportunities around the world to uh, drive their fruit in other places.
0: Yeah, that that was definitely exciting to see that the program received more than was expected in the original budget. In fact, we had to go back and, you know, let the board know that there was actually more dollars that we want to put in to get approved. So that was an exciting part to just get that extra layer of approval and. You know, I just received word that the USDA has approved and we're going to be getting the official letter coming in shortly of the 2021 budget. So even more exciting and things are coming in in real time. So it's all really fun to be part of.
1: And, you know, just to clarify what you're talking about, which is the fact that, you know, before we spend dollars, the USDA has to approve what the board has approved, which is, you know, sending our budget to Washington, D.C., having the department you know review what that budget spend is going to look like before we can start contracting for the next year and and so that's what we've been waiting for and and now it sounds like according you know to the news today we've got progress on that front so we'll be able to start putting shoulder to the wheel on the new plans for 2021 which is exciting and we have a lot in store for 2021 and there's a lot of Effort going into that pre planning. I know we've got the Boost of Blue program, which we talked about this last week's uh, Behind the Blues, which is going to be a huge program for our industry that I hope everyone takes some time to understand. And, and if you didn't uh, get a chance to hear about the Boost of Blue, we certainly encourage you to go to blueberryevents.org and you can watch the actual promotion committee presentation about that program work. But, and like you said, you made a great point that it, it's a, a number of individual families and growers out there that help us amass this resource by uh, contributing to their assessment. But there is a, if you're not at a certain size, you're not obligated to participate, but you do need to send in your form to tell us that. And that, that level is currently set at...
0: It's uh, 2,000 pounds. So anything under 2,000 pounds, you can send in and request an application for uh, the exemption.
1: Yeah. So, and I think the other part about maybe the misnomer of what happens between grower and handler is just the idea that, you know, if if you're a grower that is selling your fruit through a handler and that handler is paying, you know, the first handler is paying on your behalf, it doesn't preclude the rest of whatever else you're doing in blueberry business from being a part of the assessment. So again, you know, just this emphasis on you need to send your form in because your form actually tells us everything about you beyond what, first handler is you know you're selling to so if you're a UPIC you pick farm or you've got some other handler that you're also sending to the form helps us you know and that's why we're really you know working hard this year to make sure that we get a, a grower form from every grower in order to compare notes against each of the handlers that we get their assessment forms from so an important distinction one that uh, i know you're you're right on top of
0: yeah. And that's actually a really good point, Casey, and really important that all the growers know, even if you are sending your fruit, 100% of your fruit to a first handler, we still want that form from you letting us know how much you actually sent to the first handler. And something I'd like to just add, I mean, if you're saying, oh, I threw away that form and it's too late. Well, all the forms can be downloaded from the website and that's ushbc.org slash forms. And so when you're on the form site, you just go to your 2020 grower assessment form and you can see it there. And so we really appreciate all the growers working with us to get back those forms and really excited for the season.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I think the other part of it is just always point out and understand that the, the organization is here on the behalf of and in service to the industry that continues to vote for it. A majority of people have continued to feel and believe that the USHBC is an important part of driving the category. That's what got it started. And you know, I come from both uh, background and a state program as well as association work. And and the challenge you really face if if it's not done this way is always the challenge of fairness. If it's just a trade association, it's voluntary. A certain amount of the industry, the eighty twenty rule, whatever you want to call it, is always the group that you know shows up. But for uh, commodity boards and certainly for, you know, commissions and checkoff programs across the state, you know, agriculture has time and time and time again, put these programs in place in order for the contribution of effort to be fair. And I think part of the assessment process, and, and I think the due diligence that you're hearing from, you know, Adam and myself about the the road forward here for, you know, the assessments in, in the month of November and, and the work we do to spend against those assessments on behalf of the growers is it's a process, but it's a process that we're going to take a lot of great pride in as we move forward in the years to come, you know, with Adam's leadership, certainly, you know, recognizing that, you know, we've been entrusted with these dollars and that there is a goal at the end of the day for what we're here to do. And so, you know, we're going to keep, working forward on this, recognizing that we'll continue to get a lot of feedback. And we're looking forward to that feedback, whether it's the assessment process or it's the actual program work that we're doing, because uh, nothing's set in stone. Um, We can do it better. And, you know, I know in the case of our new program, Inspiring Possibilities and the Boost of Blue, like we can do that better. We're going to continue to evolve with this industry in order to inspire all those new possibilities that yet lie ahead. So I appreciate you jumping on the show and, and just kind of introducing yourself. I want people to feel like they can just pick up the phone and call you. So having you on the show, I think, helps accomplish that. I hope people feel like they know who you are and that you're an East, Eastern Michigan guy that is happy to talk to anybody. So I appreciate you jumping on the show and joining me this this afternoon.
0: All right, Casey. Thank you for having me. And I'm, like I said, I'm really excited to be here and looking forward to the future of all things Blueberry.
1: Well, we're really lucky to have someone like Adam on the team to lead this important part of our business of blueberries. You know, one of the things that I think is super important Uh, obviously is you know deadlines. We have a deadline coming up. It's uh, November 30th. And, you know, Adam's gonna be doing his level best on just kind of keeping track and collecting and, and getting to know each of you who are contributing to what this process is. And and so I just encourage you to be in touch with him. If you've got questions to the extent that you know you're hearing new information or different information in today's podcast, we're a resource to you. You should feel free to reach out anytime. You know, the other thing that he mentioned that, you know, I'm going to put in the show notes because I think it's just that important is he he touched on the independent research that goes into commodity board measurements of uh, return on investment. And what we've seen in the most recent one is something that uh, we actually had Dr. Kaiser come and, and present at our fall meetings, which is, you know, that between 2014 and 18, the USHBC's promotion activities actually increased blueberry demand by 571 million pounds that's a significant lift in the category uh, by the organization and really helped drive together with the resource spend 14% annual average increase in blueberry consumption, which is also why we're here. And of course, last but not least, and this one is always the one that I spend talking to growers about, about that return of investment back to them as an independent grower. But I, I just think that the econometric analysis that goes into this study does show something that is an index of understanding about these programs that every dollar that's spent by the USHBC returns $18.74 in net revenue to blueberry growers. So again, that would be something I'm always happy to talk about in terms of how this uh, program then returns the investment back to the industry. But as we close out today, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been a part of this past year. It has been a difficult year, but I think we can come together as a blueberry industry, whether it's in a podcast or it's at a virtual event, and still be grateful for the community and the family that has been created here so that's it for episode 23 i hope you and yours are having a great great time this thanksgiving if you're in the blueberry industry you know we hope this podcast has been a value and service to you thank you for listening we'll be back next week with more innovation collaboration family and hard work right here on the business of blueberries
0: Um, where do I get to? Like, how do I how do I tell my friends where to where to view this? It's open to the public, right? Oh, here we go. You sound know, like I, I gotta man. I gotta like sound I like I
1: gotta, an old sh- man. Hey, where do you do these where, podcasts? Where, are you go, where do you do these podcasts? Yeah, how do you?